Welcome to the Work at Home Mom Podcast. My name is Megan Donnelly and I am the Work at Home Mom Coach. You're listening to episode three where we're going to be talking all about goals. All right. I hope everybody had a fabulous, fabulous season, their Christmas, whatever it is that you're celebrating. I hope everybody had a marvelous and safe new year. I cannot believe it is 2020. So before I continue, I just want to let you know that I am recording this from my car. Um, Thank goodness for Apple voice memos because, you know, what a time to be alive in technology world. (laughs) But this is the time that I could actually get this done and I wanted to get it done as quick as possible because, I mean, the year's already started. We've all got goals that we want to achieve. So first things first. You know, I know that New Year's is a time when people want to start setting resolutions. They want to better themselves. I am one of those people that feel like I always start new things on Mondays or on the first day of the month or, you know, whatever it may be. So I'm very much a January 2nd starter. That's when I really start to plan my goals, look at them, decide what they're going to be and make a plan for them. So today I'm going to talk to you about how to set some goals. So there are a few different methods, but I'm going to give you one example that I have that is not um, work at home related, but you can absolutely break your own goals down in the same manner. But I thought that it would just be really helpful for you to find um, maybe some different methods. Um, One of the methods that people use is smart goals. So You're going to take your goal and you're going to set it up against the SMART model, which is, is it specific? Is it measurable? Is it attainable? Is it realistic? And is it time sensitive? So I will talk about that in a later podcast, but that is a really popular way to set your goals. And I do use that in my coaching a lot, especially to help you break that down. So instead of using the SMART model for this specific goal example that I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you another kind of like a freestyle way to set your goals, I guess is the best way to put it. So this is not a goal that is related to working at home, but it is a goal for myself that I'm setting. So my goal for the year 2020 is to lose 20 pounds. So that is the last amount of weight that I need to lose. My daughter, my youngest daughter is two and a half now, and I feel like that is more than enough time. My hormones are mostly leveled out, I think, from the last time I had a baby. So I think it's definitely a great goal to have. I lost 20 pounds in 2018. Um, I think I lost like six or seven pounds in 2019 and I pretty much put them all back on over Christmas, which, you know, it's not the best, but, um, so my goal is to lose 20 pounds. Now this is how I'm breaking it down. So you can take your own goal and sort of set it against this same model. So I'm going to give myself one whole year to lose 20 pounds. That is my main goal. So by this time next year, I want to be 20 pounds lighter, which would bring me back to almost my pre-baby weight from when I had my first daughter. So breaking it down. So 20 pounds in one year, 12 months is a little more than a pound and a half every single month. So looking at your goal, breaking it down over the amount of time that you have set for yourself, is it achievable? Well, absolutely. Can I lose a pound and a half in a month? A hundred percent. I could definitely, I could lose more than that, but is that achievable? Absolutely. So looking at it, from that standpoint, breaking it down first. So this is the goal, break it down over the year. And next we're going to move into how to do it. So, you know, I could likely lose a pound and a half 
every single month without changing too much. But for me, because this is kind of like a relaxed type of goal, um, I don't need to spend like five hours a day in the gym. I don't need to cut my calories way down. I don't need to change the way that I eat radically. It's basically going to come down to being consistent with my water consumption, being consistently getting a good night's sleep, making measurable and intentional like steps throughout the day um, to ensure that I'm getting a proper amount of physical activity because something that I want to be open with is that I have struggled with postpartum anxiety and depression uh, over the past year and I feel like I'm finally kind of coming out of that and one of the hardest things for me to do was to get enough physical exercise which made it really difficult to lose weight and then you know it just becomes a cycle so Making sure that I am moving my body every day in a way that is purposefully for, you know, feeling better and boosting my, like, metabolism, I guess, and and getting the blood rushing through my body and maybe breaking out in a little bit of a sweat and engaging my muscles in a positive way is going to really help and that's going to see me successful. So... Can I drink three or two and a half to three liters of water every day? Yes, I can. Probably won't do it every single day. Um, But can I make sure that I'm moving my body every single day um, for the purpose of achieving my goal? Yeah, for the most part, probably. Um, Can I eat better than I have been over the past couple of weeks? Um, Absolutely, yes, because December was just the worst. I couldn't figure out why I gained seven pounds. And I realized I ate like a handful of Smarties for breakfast a couple of days in a row and snacking every single night with my husband who was on vacation. So, you know, absolutely. Like my eating habits will definitely go back to normal, which is a very like plant-based, low-carb diet, which is what I find works the best for me. So see how I'm breaking these steps down and I might not be able to achieve every single one every single day, but if I consistently do it most days, Altogether, it's going to bring out, you know, I'm going to be closer and closer to that goal. So we have our main goal. We've broken it down over the year, which is my time frame, um, or you can break it down over six months, whatever it is. And then I look at all the ways that I'm going to be successful in my goal. And can I achieve those on a daily basis or a weekly basis, whatever it is. And then the best thing to do is to set a fallback plan. So what am I going to do and how am I going to go about this if I fall off track? So checking in with yourself every single month is a really, really, really good way. Like you don't need to be standing on a scale every single day or, you know, killing yourself to try and meet these goals. What you can do though, is you can check in at the end of every month or the beginning of every month and say, okay, how close am I to this goal now? You can keep track of it in your phone. You can keep track of it in a little diary. Um, When it comes to weight and fitness related goals, um, you know, there's a lot more ways to measure your success in your health journey than just standing on a scale. So finding out other ways to measure your health. um, And in the end, if I don't lose 20 pounds, but my body is much healthier, if I feel better, um, if I have like toned up the places that are the most important to me, then, you know, I don't really care if I lose the 20 pounds. I just know that if I lose the 20 pounds, then I will have already achieved all those other things. So coming up with a plan in case your plan doesn't work is probably the second most important thing to do. 
Um, so what can I do if I feel like I'm getting off track? Well, I can maybe up myself a little bit more in the water or I can start logging my water. Same with my intentional movements every day. You know, that's I think gonna be the hardest part for me. So I love going to the gym, but I have downloaded the seven minute workout app just in case I can't make it to the gym. Um, once the weather gets nicer, then it's gonna be a matter of making sure that I take the kids and the dog for a walk every single day all together as a family or, you know, I'm the one that's taking the dog out in the mornings before my husband leaves for work, whatever it is. So having a fallback and checking in with yourself. And then, you know, I think one of the parts of like the concept of making a resolution that really turns me off of them is that it feels so like set in stone, I guess is the best way to put it. It feels so daunting to set a resolution um, and then not be able to complete it. Whereas when you take a, a large goal, you put it against time and see where, how much time it's gonna take you to achieve it. You break it down into like probability and possibility and what you, what actions you need to take. You break them down to actionable steps and then you make a backup plan and you check in with yourself. I feel like that is so much more positive and motivating and exciting and easy to do, right? We don't wanna, we, obviously want to achieve things that are going to be difficult to achieve so that we can feel amazing that we've done these things but you don't want to be so stressed out trying to achieve a goal that it becomes a problem or that it becomes you know a resentful thing like yeah I got healthy but man like I hated every second of it or I pushed myself too hard or I injured myself or whatever it is right that might not be the exact same for any other goals like um you know, work goal or whatever it might be. But I find that taking actionable steps in your goal based on your timeline and then being able to say, okay, you know what? This maybe isn't the right goal for me. I, I'm not going to focus on my weight. Now I'm just going to focus on eating like one or two healthy, really healthy meals every single day. Or maybe I'm going to focus on getting to the gym five days a week instead. And the original goal of losing 20 pounds doesn't matter so long as your main goal of being healthy and focused on that is becoming your priority. So being flexible enough to step back and change it if you need to, I think is is going to be the key to success for a lot of people, especially me. Um, but that's basically how I like to break down goals. So I hope that the audio in this podcast wasn't too bad. Again, I'm recording it on my phone in my car. You might be able to hear like the, the pitter patter of rain and some random vehicles driving by. Um, but I do appreciate you listening. I hope that you have learned a little bit here and maybe this will help you to kind of set your own goals. And then with that, I would love to know what your goals are. I'm going to be putting a post up on the Instagram page, work at home underscore mom underscore coach, um, on Instagram. And I'd love to know what your goals are. Now you can leave your big goal, your one big goal, um, or you can put your goal and ask for help. I'd be happy to take a look and see um, if there's a way that I can help you achieve that goal or set it out properly or break it down. Because I think 2020 is gonna be a big year for a lot of us. It's gonna be a big year for me. I know that for a fact. Um, I just feel like I'm gonna achieve so much this year and setting myself up for success in the beginning is going to be key. So what are your goals? What is it that you want to achieve this year? Now, how can you 
put your perhaps your working at home goals or your starting a business goals against these um, against this kind of template that I've sort of shown you I guess the best way to put it so again I'm happy to help you figure that all out check out the Instagram page and then I will also be available on the Facebook page so it's work dash at dash home dash mom dash coach on Facebook oh that's a mouthful and then of course you can always email me my enlightened life at gmail.com is where I am on email thank you so much for tuning in I really appreciate it I hopefully didn't ramble too too much about it again this is episode number three so I'm still kind of figuring out how to podcast um but please, please, please go ahead and let me know how I can help you set your goals um, and let's achieve great things in 2020. Thank you so much for listening.